It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the Arts After College podcast powered by KSLSports.com. I'm your host, Kyle Ireland, and alongside me today, I wanted to bring in someone who not only has experience at the college coaching level, but also in the National Football League. He's the one and only, the legend, Dennis Erickson. Coach Erickson, happy to have you on the podcast today. Welcome aboard, and uh, it's nice to talk to you. You bet. My pleasure. Well, Coach, I wanted to have you on because not only do you have experience and Utah fans, fans of the University of Utah are going to be happy about this podcast because we're going to talk about some former youths in the NFL. And you coached these players when, when you were at the University of Utah, you know, from 2013 to 2016 as the assistant head coach and running backs coach, co-offensive coordinator during your time up on the Hill. But you also had success you know, throughout your time in the college ranks, but also in the National Football League. And someone who Utah fans have been following throughout the last two decades now is Urban Meyer. He was just named the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach earlier in the week. And this is Urban's first experience in the NFL after coaching in college football. You know, he coached at not only Utah, Bowling Green, but one national championship like you did at Florida and Ohio State. I wanted to get your perspective on what this move means for Urban because he's had success at the college level at the highest degree, but now he's taking that step up into the NFL. What do you think are the biggest differences that he's going to face between the college game and the NFL? Well, there's a couple differences. There's no question about it. It's, uh, you know, it's not about recruiting. You know, it's about draft picks and you're going to get players that, uh, you want, but maybe there are going to be times you're not going to have the best players. It's, it's a little different world as far as that is concerned. But the biggest, the biggest difference is that uh, everything's pretty even. Uh, I mean, you're going to have your great teams as we're seeing in the playoffs now, uh, but everybody else is pretty even. So uh, I think coaching is very, very important. Uh, there's no question about that. The biggest thing is that the NFL player, if you can teach him some things to make them better, they're going to listen. Uh, you can't uh, lie to them or tell them stories. They know. So if you can help them as a coach uh, and as a staff get better and get a chance to, to go to the Super Bowl, they're going to listen to everything you got to say. I don't believe in the saying that a lot of people say that they don't listen when they get become NFL players. That's not true at all. They listen and they want to win. Uh, they talk about money. But to me, it's more about pride. So, uh, but but it is a difference. Everything's a little bit evener, and uh, so that makes a big difference. Uh, you know, some places you coach in college, you got better players than everybody else. In the NFL, you don't. I, I know Urban, and I know what he's doing. Uh, he needs to have total control of the organization. To me, that's the key. I did not have that. Uh, you know, I did at Seattle a little bit, but not at San Francisco. 
he's got to have the final say. Obviously, the owner has the final say, but uh, he's got to have the final say on personnel, uh, who they draft, and, and all those things because it's his team, and he's the one that's got to make that decision. If he has that, uh, then he's got a chance to win. You look at the good franchises over the year, that's, that's what you know, happened. New England, for example, uh, uh, Belichick has a final say on everything. And, and I see that Irvin has that by uh, reading what I, I read about his contract. So uh, the other thing is don't change. Sometimes you come in, you come from college, you think you got to change, you got to do different things. Don't. Do what you believe. Do what you believe offensively and defensively. Do believe uh, what the same thing that you did in college. There's a little bit more maturity, obviously, uh, but you, you can deal with that. And I, I, that's one of Irvin's strengths. You know, I mean, he's handled teams uh, from Utah or Bowling Green to Utah to wherever he went. He's been successful. So he's got to be the guy in that franchise. And then the other thing is how much money does a does a franchise have? Franchise have, and how much money does the owner want to spend? Looks like to me, Jacksonville's a, a tremendous thing, as, you know, as far as that goes. And maybe more importantly than anything is you've got to have a quarterback, and you've got to have a quarterback that's really good in order to be real successful. And you look at the you look at the teams that are in the playoffs, and you look at their quarterbacks; they're the best, and 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 that's why that's why they're there. And the other thing, from the bottom up, you've got to be really good on defense because there's a lot of good offensive players, but uh, in the NFL, on defense, uh, it, it's a little different than college. If you're good on defense, you've got a chance to win. Everybody scores so many uh, points in college football now, uh, but in the NFL, they do. They're kind of going to the college game a little bit, as you as you can see. But the good teams win on defense. So you mentioned their quarterback money that the team has. So you've got Jacksonville. Team team record was one in fifteen last season you know, worst record in the NFL, but you, you look at what they have moving forward. They've got the number one overall draft pick. A lot of people think that they're going to take Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson with that pick uh, to pair along with Urban Meyer. Urban's obviously had the chance as a college football analyst for the last couple of years to study Trevor Lawrence's game at Clemson at a, at a high level. But then you, you look at the cap space that they have. How quick do you think Urban can turn around a program like Jacksonville that really hasn't had a ton of ton of success in recent years uh they went to the afc title game a couple of years ago but that really has been the only success that that franchise has had in a long time uh, i think it's a perfect situation uh, i know urban's had other chances to go in the national football league there's no question about it but this franchise jacksonville it's a great area as we all know they've got some good young players uh they'll continue to get better uh they don't have any move but to go up, and now he can build it from the bottom up. There's got to be patience. There's a, uh, college football is getting bad enough as far as hiring and firing guys and not giving them enough time. The NFL is worse. So they've got to make sure that they give him five years to get that thing where it needs to be. And uh, it won't take him that long, but he's got to have some time so he can build his own program and you know deal with the scouts and the people in personnel, but he still has a final say. And uh, and he, he knows what he's got to do to win. Uh, Learning how to win is no different in the NFL than it is in college. And then he's got to, got to hire a good staff. He's got to have a mixture of guys that have coached in the NFL and just good coaches, you know, that believe in what he's doing and he believes in them. And 
got to have a great defensive coordinator, uh, a great offensive coordinator, and then you work from there as far as position coaches and 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 sometimes guys that have played in the league or have been coaches in the league or head coaches in the league. You do have to have some guys that are a little bit experienced uh, in the NFL, but not a lot. I mean, college coaches can come in and coach and be very, very successful as assistants. You see it all the time. So you've got to have a heck of a staff. You've got to have a great owner, which from what I see, the, the owner uh, has a lot of money. You say they've got cap space. So there's there's some room for them to move. I, I, I think they've got some talent. I thought two years ago they were pretty darn good. So, And the He's looked at it. He, he he knows he wouldn't take that job unless he had the opportunity to be successful. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. He's Coach Dennis Erickson, a great all-time head coach at the college level, uh, won national championships with the University of Miami, but also spent time in the NFL as a head coach of the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Coach, I wanted to ask you, what were some of the things that you tried? I mean, maybe especially from your your move in the 90s when you went from from Miami, Florida to the Seattle Seahawks, you made that jump from college to the NFL. What were some of the things that you tried in your first seasons in the NFL that didn't replicate from the college game, didn't work at the NFL level that you tried to bring over from college? Well, the, the NFL on defense, they've got edge rushers that are tremendous athletes and and what happens is you can't have an open side. In other words, you can't have a tackle sitting out there all day with no help. And uh, you, you've got to have help. So you learn that stuff. But I had some NFL people with me. Probably the biggest mistake I made, and I can kick myself in the rear end right now about that, is when I was at when I was at Miami and the other places I was at in college, you know, we've started the one back uh, in the places that I've been. And... Uh, or have been, and we spread them out. We were one of the first that ever spread them out, you know, in college football, and we had a great deal of success every place that I was at. And uh, when we went to uh, Seattle, I got talked into doing the old NFL two-back stuff instead of staying what I really believed in. And to me, that was the biggest mistake I made when I made the move. I should have just done what I'd done, what what I knew real well, and then, you know, put it in uh, with, with uh, different coaches to, to, to balance it out pretty well. The defense wasn't the problem. But when we did start spreading them out, we were very successful because nobody knew how to play it in those days. Now everybody's doing it. But uh, the biggest thing is do what you believe. And I know Irvin will. He's, he's got a lot of confidence in himself, as we all know, and he does an extremely good job. So he's going to do what he believes in. And to me, that that's the most important thing. And uh, – but but it's different. I mean, it's different. You're, you're, the speed of the game is an unbelievable change. I was at the University of Miami before I went. Uh, that might have been the fastest football team in college football but every year I was there. Well, when when we went to Seattle and to the NFL in general, the speed of the game just picked up. So 
those are things that you got to learn. And that's why he's got to have some guys that have been in the league, you know, to help him and uh, kind of guide him in some of the things that are different than in the National Football League than there are in college. Not that many, but, but there are some things. What would you say is the toughest thing that Urban's going to face in the NFL and then also the easiest thing for him in this transition? Well, the easiest thing is he's a good football coach and, and, and he'll have total respect from that locker room to start out with the day, the day that he's there, which is already there, the day he talks to his team, uh, will be the easiest thing for him. Uh, the, the hardest thing is every game's a war. There is no easy Sundays. And there is no team that you're going to walk in and beat. Just there is none. Even if the team's, you know, 0-13. I mean, the Jets hadn't won a game and they won about three in a row against teams that, uh, you know, that probably should have beat them. So, you know, you got 16 games in the playoffs and a lot of games. It's a long, long, long season. That's another thing that they'll find out. You know, it's not 12 games with a bowl and having time off and all that. It's 16 straight games with, with one by. So you got to get used to that. And uh, you got to understand personnel. And, and you do in college. But uh, you, if you have a great player or two or three great players, let's say on offense, you got to find a way to get them the ball. And, uh, and uh, the other team's good, too. I mean, they coach. You don't have coach very many people in the NFL, if any. But matchups are the key, and, and he knows football. It's, it's not even about that. But he also has a lot of respect from, I'm sure, all the players in the NFL. So I think it'll be an easy transition. Uh, but uh, when you go in, I know I came back from Miami and won, you know, two national championships for six years and didn't lose very many games. And the biggest thing for me is that first, the speed of the game, the first time you play, a, not an exhibition game or a preseason game, but a real game. I'll tell you what, the speed just picks up, and it's it's kind of a shocking thing, to be very honest with you. Last thing before I set you loose, Coach, and I appreciate your time today, is I wanted to talk to you about a couple of former players at the University of Utah, guys that you recruited, helped coach there on the hill in Salt Lake City, and that's Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss. Now, Zach and Tyler, they, they had the chance to play against each other in the AFC divisional round. Unfortunately, Zach was injured and wasn't able to play in that game. But Tyler Huntley saw some action in the fourth quarter after Lamar Jackson went out with a concussion. I thought that Tyler played pretty effectively, almost led them to a touchdown drive there. And he, he could have possibly had another one had the wind not been picking up in Buffalo, had Hollywood Brown wide open there. But I just I look at the, the – transition that these two guys have had from the University of Utah uh, all the way to the end of their rookie years here now after a year of playing in the NFL and what has the the jump been like for those two players because it seems like you know you look at Zach Moss all-time leading rusher at the University of Utah Tyler Huntley was so efficient his senior year one of the best college quarterbacks a year ago and it seems like their games have really translated over to the NFL quite well wouldn't you agree? Yeah, without a question, uh, you know, you got uh, just to start out. Start out with Zach, you know, started playing from the very first game, and uh, you know he was drafted by them. He was in their plans. I watched him. I watched him every game that I could watch him, and you know he's a physical runner. He's a guy that's going to be successful, and he has been. He's a good pass protector. 
and he catches a football. And he had a great year. Unfortunately, he did get hurt last week in that game. And uh, I'm real proud of how he's playing. He's always been a, a, a guy that loves the game, and, and it shows because you got to love it if you play in that league. Tyler, on the other hand, I was so proud of him yesterday. I mean, you got to be kidding me. He's on the practice squad. He's been off and on the practice squad, you know, ever since he he got there. And uh, I think it was McSorley was a backup guy. He got hurt. And, and so Tyler has been the second quarterback for the last five weeks. And for him to come in in that situation, and I've been in Buffalo, and that wind and that stadium is the most unbelievable thing you'll ever see. I remember the first time we played there when I was the Seahawks and Buffalo decided that they they wanted to toss and they wanted to kick and I couldn't figure it out. So they kicked into the wind, kicked it high, and it blew back about 15 yards and they recovered it. That's that's how bad the wind is there. <laughs> but for him to come in and do what he did, yeah, he missed a long one, but I'm, you know, the wind's blowing and it wasn't that far. But he took him down there. I mean, he completed passes. He had a couple drops on him. And, God dang, for a guy that has that's his first NFL game and to come in in that pressure situation, to me, is unbelievable. Now, he, he's proven a lot of things to coaches and scouts in the NFL, believe me, just in that period of time because he's a winner. He loves the game and he understands the game. And, uh, you know, those are two guys that I was able to recruit out of Miami to go to uh, to go to Utah. And I, I'm just really proud of how they're playing. Coach, I would be remiss if I didn't get your Super Bowl pick. Who, who are you going with in the Super Bowl? Who's going to make it out of the NFC? Who's going to make it out of the AFC? And who's going to win it all? Well, I believe it's going to be Green Bay against Kansas City, in my opinion. And uh, two great quarterbacks. And uh, we'll see We'll see what happens. I mean, Buffalo's playing well. Uh, you got New Orleans. I mean, it's it's you know it's hard to predict that. And, and that's why I just watch and don't pick. But uh, people that are listening to, to this, I'm not very good at picking football, so don't worry about me, okay? <laughs> He's the one and only, the great Dennis Erickson, national, champ, national championship winning coach at the college level, also coached in the NFL for the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Appreciate your time, Coach, and thanks for joining the Yards After College podcast today. You bet.